the Ali Rouge podcast on the Blood Red channel, bringing you the view from the terraces at Liverpool FC. Welcome to another edition of Ali Rouge. Tony Caveney, Jared Miles and Atkinson's manager, John Coleman, are going to analyse all the comings and goings at LFC. We've been away for a few weeks, but nothing much has happened, has it? <laughs> We've only lost our captain, and it looks like we're using, losing Fabinho the lighthouse. Um, uh, we are Liverpool, though, and for me, the club is much bigger than any player. Did anyone else see this coming, John? No. Um, I think it's... It's crept up on us, but um, the emergence of the Saudi trying to um, stake a claim into football, into world football, and you know, they're starting at the big clubs, they're aiming at the big clubs. I think the big, the big statement was the when they went for the big one, which was you know the big fish, which is Mbappe, which yeah. would arguably be the best player in the world at the moment, or classed as the best player in the world yeah. at the moment. Um, so I still think his reluctance to even speak to them or his reluctance to even speak to them indicates that the top top end of the players still believe that there's more to be gained for themselves out of playing no disrespect to the Saudi leagues but proper football Yeah. Um, and you know the players who are coming to the end of their careers might feel that this is a chance a little bit like the golf really that you can cash in Um but I wasn't ever expecting it to be so overt and so uh, in your face. Yeah, in the fact yeah. that so many people have been approached. Yeah, yeah. In such a short space of time. Yeah. Tony, I mean, even a few months ago, there was no indication. It was all about the golf, wasn't it? Then you know. Yeah. It's funny how the PGA, the PGA have teamed up with the, that live golf thing. Yeah. That, so, yeah. So my dad assigned at the times I was going to go. Yeah. Well, mean? they've got the boxing. They've got the golf. It's football and tennis next, isn't it? That's I what think the World Cup opened the door for certain things, didn't it? Because there was, you know, once the World Cup went there, there was no uproar over that, to, really. To the Middle East, yeah. Well, the East, East, there was, you know there was a bit, wasn't there, but, you know, it was all... Not as heavy as, like, what's going on, I think, with concerned certain players. But Ronaldo went there last year and no one really paid attention to it. He went at the start of last season. It was just like he's gone to fair, you know, get more money, like a greed thing. You never thought it opened the doors for all kinds to go no. there. The, the season after, the way it's opened up, and you're not just getting fellas going at the end. The fella from Wolves, he's only 23. He's yeah, yeah, there's certain fellas yeah. that now are jumping Nunes, on. Nunes, yeah. Nunes, yeah, yeah. There's certain fellas of the same age who were going there as well. But Do you think this is a big threat then? Um, not really, no. As John alluded to then, Mbappé's knocked it back, and once he's knocked it back, a lot yeah. of big stars, they're both a big star, but I think they've all knocked it back. And, I thought it was like both for players at the end of the careers, but that's something you said. Nunes has gone on. Yeah, yeah. You're looking at a fellow from Everton, Damari Gray as well. He's only 26, 27, yeah, yeah, yeah. So some of them might just say, because the money's there, isn't it? It's five and a half a million pounds a week, like it's a lot of yeah. all, like, enough for them to go. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we've seen this before with the, the J League, haven't we, and uh, the MLS to a certain extent, but this feels a bit different, doesn't it? You know, this feels a bit different that they, they've got limitless amounts of money and they're willing I mean the whole thing about it is uh, they, they want to be the new Dubai don't they in terms of tourism uh, they want uh, basically because of the regime it's a pariah state but it has been in the past and it's it's all about propaganda isn't it 
Yeah, that, as I say, the money they are paying out from real, like, you know, you know it's um, scary. Yeah, when yeah, you think about yeah. it, it really is scary, because, yeah. I mean, what you can get in uh, one year there to four year contract in these countries, yeah. like, you know, what you can earn over yeah. £700,000 uh, £700, a week. But I think, you know, it's important what John said, you know, Mbappé won't even talk to them, you know, and uh, that that class of player, uh, you know, that's, that really indicates... You know that the top players were still want to win the Ballon d'Or, still want to play for the country, and still want to play in the Champions League. And I mean, we've seen these. Th- I mean, I remember people saying it was the death of football when John Barnes got eight grand a week. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> and it's go. That's it now. Football's over. So you're going to talk about Johnny Haynes being the first hundred pound footballer there. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, yeah, Tony. I the similar thing with Italy when they, you know. In the early 90s and the 80s, yeah. they were breaking the bank with everyone, and it was like, you can't compete with these and all, you know, yeah. that carry on. But it's a, I think they've got the notoriety, they've got the league sp- spoken about now, haven't they? These, whether you can see where they want to go with it, whether it'll go that, down that yeah. But what about officials and things? And you've got these top players, and you haven't got top officials in, involved, and in, in fellas who know the, the, the sports inside, mm-hmm. I don't know, the, the committee side of things, on, on like the, the national FAs. If you want to run a, a, a like, sign of come, so they're going to compete on a level with big European leagues. That's impossible, the, I think. Yeah. There's, there's two things that stand out for me. One is that if the top players were to go, if they could entice them and, and then they go overboard with the money until it becomes that they can't turn it down, what does that put in the position of the, the Champions League? Because the Champions League is sold on the basis that the best players in the world play in the Champions League. Now, do they admit them into the Champions League, which would be the next... The only next step if the top players in the world went there. So that that is a big concern for me in yeah. regards to watching our football, not only our domestic football, but you know, as Liverpool yeah. fans, we've grown to love Europe, haven't we? Yeah. But the second big thing for me is what happens when the demand for oil runs out, which is only going to be about another 15 years, isn't it? Yeah. When, you know, I know there'll always be a demand for oil, but nowhere near. Mm. That's why they're doing this. Yeah. So nowhere you know. near the. the the demand that there is now, simply for the fact that in 30 years' time, you'd imagine, or 15 years' time, you'd imagine every car to be electric. So, where does that leave its sustainability? Does it, does it just fall off a cliff in 20 years' time when, that's when, why, when the world that's why, that's why. That's why they want the tourism. Yeah. You know, the the generation of countries. Yeah, that's what they want. Uh, and I listened to a great documentary on the, uh, the BBC, The Real Story. And it was saying there's, they've got this project 2030 vision to tra- transform Saudi society. So it is a tourist destination. And I think it was significant during the Qatar World Cup. What was, what was the first thing after the Champions League, uh, the World Cup final? It was an advert for Saudi Arabia holidays. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> no, you know. No, I get what you're saying, but if you think about it, just building tourism up alone will never ever sustain the, time, the money that they're trying to spend. No, the money that they're trying to spend is off the graph. It's obscene. No, obscene. Not the, you can never yeah. really call money obscene, but it's it's off the graph um, amounts mm. that people could only imagine. Yeah. Now, that is not going to be sustainable because they're, they're not going to generate that money from tourism. No chance. You know, no country in the world could generate that kind of money. They're, they're guaranteeing all... They're, they're building their foundations on oil. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. they have done... For years, they've been the richest state They've built their foundations on sand. <laughs> oh, yeah. but, but, you know, once the demand for oil runs out, which I'm sure it's got to, hasn't it? Well, sure fix me, John. No, I, I just don't know what happens at the end of it. Yeah. 
Because the yeah. crowds won't be sustainable, though. No. They're not going to get 60, 70, no. 80,000 so, so what happens, what happens mm. when it comes to the end and it falls off? Is, is it like Westworld? You know, is it just like... Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, the tumbleweeds and that. And for me, given that kind of money, it can't be sustainable. It just can't be. Yeah. And eventually, you know, you, you could end up... I mean, you'll remember the, the, the absolute catastrophe in, in English football when ITV Digital went bust. Yeah. And, you know, clubs were absolutely panicking, running for the cover, you know, because they, they, they built things on a, on a, a, a model that was never going to happen or, or started to happen and then quickly failed. Sustainable, yeah. as you say. And it wasn't was sustainable, like so what do you do? Well, that, in, in terms of the Saudi League, it'll be interesting to see who actually tries to, you know, televise it. Yeah. Because there will be some interest there, won't there? Because people will be interested in how Jordan Anderson's getting on in front of 5,000, 6,000 fans, you know? Yeah, I don't think they're going to carry on with giving them wages anyway. I think that was just the impact of getting up to the league known. It happened in the Chinese league a few years ago, they were throwing big wages at everyone, weren't they? And that didn't sustain John, do you know what I mean? The yeah. same thing. Yeah, that but we talked about the Chinese league. That's now. exactly, you know what I mean? But at the time, it was like, well, everyone's going to China, but how many big wages? It died out after two yeah, years. Yeah, but it's not going to be anything. If you're going to just get players for a couple of years and then... And then no one does it. What 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 have they achieved? Yeah, they've yeah. achieved nothing. You know, yeah. it looks. To, you know, people talk about the, the term sports washing, and you know that that's for another argument or another debate. But you know, the the, the fact is, is that it's not just football that dipped the toe in. You know, the, obviously you've you've said boxing was probably the start of it. Yeah. Um, where they got all the big fights, and then you know the golf was was, was very much yeah. in thing Formula in in them. The cricket, the Formula One. Formula one yeah. They've started to start trying, trying to trying to get a little bit of a a, a foothold into popularity or population. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. When they've never really been bothered, them them kind of states have never really been bothered with populism anyway. Have they? No, over no. the years. But it's it's all down to the oil running out, isn't it? So they're just trying to diversify the economy. But if you look at the uh, if you look at the situation on the this is what they said in the BBC Sports uh, documentary, the real story. You know, it's a football mad area, Saudi, mm. and they beat Argentina and they had three days of celebrations or whatever. Whereas at golf, they've only got about 10, 12 golf courses. So there's no, there's no history or le- you know, a past of golf yeah. or Formula One or boxing, but football has got a chance to say it because it's a football mad country. Yeah, yeah but, they're, but they're not mad about their own football, are they? No, you they're know, mad they're, about they're, our football. They're, they're, they're like, <laughs> Well, they're like it's most countries. They're like most countries in the world. They're mad about English football. Yeah, yeah You know, yeah. you can you can you can look at them American, the American league, the MLS till, yeah. till the cows come on. Most people in America are interested in what happens in the Premiership, yeah. and and they'll support Premiership teams yeah, yeah. rather than MLS teams. That's why I think they've tried. You know, obviously Gerrard and Henderson, you know, two Liverpool captains. It, you know that is massive news yeah. in Saudi Arabia because the Liverpool captains yeah. and 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 the legends. You've got to be cup winners as well, like yeah. Andy the Liverpool legends. So there's definitely been a policy of doing that. Well, I was going to the second division club over there. I think. Yeah. yeah. You know yeah. What I mean? Is Benzema gone there? Benzema. Benzema's there, gone. Yeah. 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 But the funny thing is, like, sorry, my nephew's a fight. He teaches the firefighters like this. So kind of officer, he's ex firefighter, he teaches all the new firefighters coming in. He's just gone to Jeddah, yeah. he got offered a job tax free, you know what I mean? He's got a flat and 
So it's all walks that I've used to. Yeah, you know what I mean? You know, he's just jumped shit, but he doesn't have to think that the fussy players are going through. Yeah. But, yeah. like, you know, when it's offered to you on a plate, you're jumping, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think he's on, like, yeah. 70 grand a year, you know? But, yeah. Alele Rouge on the Blood Red Channel. But, uh, John, as a manager, you know, three weeks before the season, your captain decides to leave for, you know, somewhere else, you know. Well, could be Saudi Arabia, you know, I don't know, you know, but, you know, even Morecambe or somewhere, hmm. some of your rivals and that, but how would, you, how, how would you feel three weeks before? Because presumably Henderson was in the Klopp's plan, surely? Yeah, normally happens three days before, wouldn't it? Like, <laughs> um, and it has happened, it happened last, last year, we lost, it, yeah. we lost our two most influential players the week of the season starting, but yeah. that, you know, you know what happens and that's going to be the nature of the beast. Um, I think, I think there's a couple of things that, have come into play. I think um, Jurgen Klopp has tried to manage Jordan Anderson's minutes last year. Yeah. I don't think Jordan Anderson played as the amount of games that he would have liked to have played. Yeah. So he then, although he's club captain, which is a big, big, important role on and off the pitch, um, but his influence on the playing side of it will have diminished. Yeah. Well, it did diminish last year. It would be fair to diminish by the, the, the two new signings, yeah. the two big hitters who you would expect to play every week uh, when they're fit. Um, and talk of them looking for another one as well. Mm. I think that's probably made Jordan's mind up that well, maybe I am a little bit surplus to the requirements anyway. Yeah. Not so much my role as a captain, yeah. but more my role as a player. Yeah. I mean, I think it's significant in, in his uh, going away war and peace um, Instagram. He never mentions Klopp. Where, and then Klopp comes out with one a few hours later, praising Jordan Henderson, you know. So there's a lot of there's probably a lot of politics involved. As he as he sat him down and said, Look, you're not gonna get much time next I year thought, and Jordan Henderson's throwing his dummy out and said, Right, get and, me over. I think it. but sometimes you've got to look at it detach the emotion away from it. Yeah. Look at it from a business perspective. So what would the Liverpool hierarchy have saying? What I mean, how much did they get for? Thirteen million. So, 12 or 13, so yeah. what, what would the Liverpool hierarchy be saying about that? They'd be saying, we've got to take that. Yeah, yeah. We've got to take that. That is maximising value like you wouldn't believe. You know, because, you know, no disrespect to Jordan Henderson, fantastic footballer. He's given us some unbelievable moments. I, I still think we didn't win the league. Everyone says when Gerard slipped, I think it was when he got sent off and got banned for three games. That's why we didn't win the league. Yeah. But he's given us some unbelievable moments. Mm. Absolutely outstanding in Madrid when we beat Tottenham. Yeah. Man the match with me, just covered every blade of grass. So he's given us some unbelievable moments. But if he's playing less and less and less and someone offers you 12 million, 13 million for him, from a club's perspective, yeah. and if he's attached all the most away from it, that's good business from the club's yeah. side. Especially when you've already paid 18 million. Yeah. Well. yeah. And as a manager, you can't argue with, with what the board will say to that. Mm. Well, what so if, that might kick the team out of his hands anyway. Yeah, what about the argument then though, is like it's coming from uh, a pariah state and Liverpool shouldn't in, involve him. So I mean that that is an argument people are putting on on social media that you know we shouldn't be taking off off the likes of Saudi Arabia. I mean, do you think that's So how how many how many clubs are connected to middle Middle Eastern teams, uh, Middle Eastern countries at the moment? So you, I know yeah. not all Saudi, I, I get that, but yeah. so does that mean that you instantly don't do business with Newcastle? So Newcastle come yeah. in and say, right, we'll offer 200, 200 million for Salah. 
you're not going to take it. Yeah, there's, there's also the argument that governments are selling arms to them all the time to bomb Yemen. So, you know, where's the you know, it, it, it's a really well, difficult one. And yeah, it, 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 you'd live in a cave if you had those arguments. The, the the, whether you agree or disagree, there isn't a trade embargo with, with Saudi Arabia. No, no, there isn't. No. So, but so what, what, what's the input on a little bit more? What's the input on the club's behalf? If they want to speak to Jordan Henson through agents and that. Could the club say no? You're not same thing. You know what I mean? Is it? Is it time? Well, <coughs> the player side of things. Can push what, it no, what, what you get is, I mean, obviously they shouldn't speak to them without permission. But uh, you know, leaks happen. People get tapped up here, there, and everywhere. That, that's just football. It will be. It's probably going on in the in the fifties, and it's probably going on to this day. Not saying that I'm party to that, <laughs> but unfortunately, you have to. Yeah, as a manager. It's sometimes the financial decisions get taken out of your hands and a club will have to grant permission for the, a player to speak to them. Now, in order to, for them to club to grant permission, they will be talking what kind of transfer we're getting now. I just think that, from a business point of view, Liverpool will, Liverpool hierarchy would, yeah. would have the business head on and say, this is good business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you, you remove a player who's not going to play much if you if you go on what last year, business, isn't it? so he's not going to play much. Not only do you, you reclaim his wages, yeah, you're also reclaiming another player's wages yeah. for the next two years. Yeah. So the, the way it's been carried on, when he's coming out, my daddy's trained the other week with them, and he's, yeah. he's already you know, made moves in the. It's stated that the, the way the game's gone years ago, it'd be in a pariah for something like that. Yeah. You know, yeah if yeah. he was still like signed to, have you seen what happens? He's still not. Getting painted back over the Paul Lynch with the, the, the Man United shares. Yeah, and yeah. It's just a sign of the times, isn't it? Now, you know what I mean? If something's gone on prior, and because it's been yeah. dragged out for three weeks, he's still been a Liverpool player, so something's gone on. But yeah, I think the, I think with John Lennon's obviously significant because you've had a lot of uh, the LGBT community and cop outs. Mm. Liverpool fans have been tweeting about it. Um, and they're very disappointed in that, but it's going to split this fan base, this, isn't it? You know, I mean, I'm not sure percentage-wise, but there will be arguments over it. Some people saying, you know, total hypocrisy. Other people saying, well, good luck to him. You know, he doesn't know us anything. Well, now he's kind of just throwing a line under the right thing, isn't it? Just forget about it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Being a great captain, thanks for your service. See so, yeah. We don't, we don't <laughs> carry on. Like, I think Klopp will be he has, thing. He has, he has tarnished his legacy. Oh, yeah, yeah. The way it's been done. You know, whichever country it was, too, you know. Yeah, but I mean, as you're talking about the LGBT, I mean, when in the World Cup, it was, it was a big mouthpiece, wasn't he? Yeah. And then they were all saying it. And yeah, when they got threatened, were getting the yellow cards. No one said that. He stopped yeah, doing yeah. it then, weren't he? If, if you wear these armbands or uh, one love and all like that, we'll give you the yellow cards. So, so, it's, yeah. out anyway, so it's tokenism. Yeah. yeah, in a way, basically, because if, if you want to get a little card, it's all right. Yeah. Like, if they really meant us, I think. I know what you mean. I don't particularly think it's tokenism because I think they've stood up. Certain players have stood up and been there to be shot as, particularly in this day and age with social media, which yeah. I don't subscribe to, but I know a lot of people do. Um, as regards to, well, you can't wear that because you're going to get a yellow card. What, as a manager, you, you want to win the game, so you. The last thing you want to do is have 11 players on the yellow card because they want to wear rainbow laces or rainbow armbands yeah, or, yeah. or you skip it on the yellow card straight away before you kick off the game. So that, I think, would have been taken out of his hands. You, yeah. you wouldn't really have a, a decision to that. Now, 
the flip side to that is does then the national body say, well, okay, we're going to be prepared to do that. We're going to accept it. We're going to accept the yellow card. Bring it on. And then let's make this even more. Let's, let's pull, a, pull a little bit more petrol on the, on the fire. I say, well, come on, then let's make it a, an hour controversial instance. I don't think the national team were prepared to do that. Yeah. I think the national team were more concerned about trying to win the World Cup. Yeah, so yeah. was it tokenism when saying the majority? No, I'm not saying by the players. I'm saying that it could be tokenism by the by the, the FA. Or the FA might have prioritised winning the World Cup over everything. As a player, he took as far as he, he could, hasn't he, really? You know, then yeah. He's probably looking for backup from the national body. and he, yeah. They haven't yeah. given him yeah. Back them up when was the last time you seen so much uh, furor over a, a player leaving Liverpool? Yeah. I can't remember it since Kevin Keegan went to Hamburg. Maybe Coutinho was a bit of it. Mm, yeah. yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah but, but, but they got a lot of money. I mean, Keegan was like, it, 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 yeah. all of a sudden it, it, it came out and then it was way before he left, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, Everyone yeah. knew. Yeah. And that split the that split that's the split the fans, yeah, definitely. And we've we'll always on the back burner when Kenny signed, yeah. we've yeah. always we've always recovered from this as a club, yeah. though, haven't we? Oh, yeah. that's, that's the end. That's the you end know, you know, because nobody knew, nobody could could predict that Kenny was going to have the impact that he did. That he did, because Kevin Keegan was a magnificent yeah. player for Liverpool. There's yeah. no getting away from that. And and it was a big loss. It was a wrench at the time, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. You know, when everyone was saying, "Oh, what are we going to do?" You know, and. You know, the fact that he signed off, it was the European Cup finally signed off, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And, and the fact that then Kenny just came in, it was seamless. Yeah. Mm. You know, that's... And that's, made it better. That was a bit, bit of good business by the club, yeah. you'd have to say. But it shows you that what Peter's saying. Yeah. Things go on, don't they? Things go on, but we've got lined up then. Rouge on the Blood Red Channel. Well, we were, you know... Um, Fabinho, for me, is a bigger loss, even though he had a pretty poor season, didn't he? But the last 10 games, he showed he, he showed, he showed again. He did, yeah. But losing Fabinho just before the season, for me, I think that's a bit of a blow. Uh, I know, uh, and by the time this goes out on Saturday, we might have signed Lavia, I don't know. But we've lost, uh, as, far, as far as I can see, we've lost five midfielders. Uh, and if you include Carvalho, who's on loan at Leipzig, that's six. And we've signed two, possibly Lavia with three, but we still need another two or three. Oh, so. If one of them get injured, you've got to touch wood, they don't. You're back yeah. to square one, aren't you? Yeah. You know what I mean? One yeah. of them new signings get injured in these pre seasons. Yeah. And we've lost experience as well, we've lost a lot of experience. Like, I think Henderson was made to fit into the, the Milner role in a way, do you know what I mean? To show them what the club's about. and. You know, on the same Come field. on for the last 20 minutes. All that, yeah. yeah, all yeah. that. Like, you know, like John said, he wasn't happy last year, so I think he could tell that. So he's, he you're have... saying, Tony Cavney's saying he's throwing his dummy out. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> not as much, but the, with, with all these all these midfielders leaving, it's left us bare, hasn't it? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, and I don't just mean in, in, in a playing capacity. Well, I mean, we've like, forgotten about the centre-back coming, haven't we? Yeah, no yeah, one's mentioning that. I, I, I think... This is my only. I could, I could be way off the mark, but I think you'll see the emergence of Trent in midfield next year. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I think we're more likely to want Sam right back. Yeah. Um. I, I think I think he was impressed with Pasatich uh, last yeah. year. I know he got injured towards the end. I agree with Tony. I'd like to see a little bit more experience in there. Mm. You know, because that's what Fabinho gave you. One of his This is where I. This is where I'm now. I'm. I'm out of touch with the Premiership to a certain extent. I didn't even know this Lavia was. So, 
because I, if it's not Liverpool, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't really follow the Premiership. Yeah. I follow Liverpool, yeah. and so I wouldn't know who this was. Then when I seen he was a nineteen-year-old, I'm thinking, well, I've got nineteen-year-old yeah. players, and and I'm reluctant to play them. And yeah. yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, so. yeah. You got them from City as well. So well, City's got a buyback, haven't he, next year? Yeah, he got them from City, didn't he? Yeah. So you know, and then think of Fergie Hughes. Yeah, but I mean. It, the reports you're reading on you there outstanding player last season, but yeah. Yeah. Well, Casey Jones I thought World experience with Fielder. Yeah. 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 Well whatever I saw of, of Southampton, I thought World Price was outstanding. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he, World Price was a sorry. And he you know, he's got loads of experience, hasn't yeah. he? And I thought he you know, but he's getting on a bit though, isn't he? Well that doesn't fit it doesn't yeah. fit the model of, no. of Liverpool signers, no. does it? But um you know, a nineteen year old, you know, where does that leave Bastard? Yeah. Yeah. He started off as a centre half as well, didn't he yeah. himself? Yeah. Mm. Well, so, so who would you, you think? Forty mil for, you know, if it's going ahead, the, I think that's opened up right away for a new signing, hasn't it? The yeah. Forty mil for the yeah. Yeah. I think they've got the eye on us. They've got to have an eye on a centre half because, as you jumped said, I think Trent you see less of him yeah. as the yeah. right back. So might, might be Mbappé right back in the centre of course it's Mbappé everyone right. knows that that's right back <laughs> yeah. but uh, no we're playing him in midfield <laughs> uh, but um, so obviously uh, new captain who would you be saying I mean obviously yeah, everyone say Bates or Van Dijk isn't he? but there has been talk about maybe you know, Trent as the younger younger player you know it's either be Trent, Robbo or Virgil. I hope they don't put it to Salah. No disrespect to him because I, I think I don't think a forward would be a captain. No. To me it's always a midfielder yeah, yeah. or a defender. Yeah. Um, Where did you play, John? Virgil, uh, sorry. <laughs> All over. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's my own personal opinion, John. I think we've always, our, our captains have always been Yeah, it should have been. And it's always been that, but as, as uh, football's emerged, your best player generally becomes the captain, don't you? And the best players are always the strikers, aren't they? Oh, so do you think Salah's got a chance? No, 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 I don't. I, I think, I think you've named the one. I think he'll get it. Yeah, Robertson. Robertson. Robertson, yeah, yeah. That would be a big shout, wouldn't it? Yeah. You know. Yeah, well, I think you, when you're looking at it now, even the pre-seasons, Virgil's got the, the, he was vice captain last season. Yeah, well, 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 he's the logical one. I'm only just trying to think outside the box. Yeah, I think but, it's between but, that. But, but because Robertson is captain of his country, I know you can argue with well, yeah. Virgil. Well, but he looks more of a captain on the pitch, don't he, Robertson, than Virgil does. In well, my v- Virgil's season last season, you know, he was like, he was a bit, he was daydreaming you a bit funny sometimes. Like, so yeah, so he, yeah. he wasn't showing. You know, captain the captain's mentality, no. mentality was he, but hopefully, you know, this, this season it'll be totally yeah. different. You know, he'd be back to his best, but you know, we, we don't know, do we? But are we scratching it out? We're not scratching it out. We have four captains through the back four because of the lack of leaders in the midfield at the minute. Well, the only one in the back four we would get it, I mean, would be Virgil because Matt Heath's not a regular starter. so has anyone been following um, Cavalio? He's gone to Leipzig, hasn't he? But he's, you know, he yeah, made a statement Klopp that uh, Klopp doesn't speak to me. Yeah, you know, and, uh, you know, well, you know, you don't know how, you know, 
if that's been sensationalised or what. But he hasn't but, said it as a player getting sold. He's still on our books. So yeah, that's amazing. Only he's he's it, been in his bridges there, yeah, unless so. he's been misquoted, you know. Yeah. But I mean, it's the right, you know, yeah. if you never contemplate and come back to Liverpool, you know, be, you won't yeah. be talking about the manager with you. Really. I mean, it's, sometimes if you, players aren't playing well um, or they're not um, getting the best out of themselves, they want to blame other things or well, he said, other circumstances. In, in the interview he said, I, I was told I'd be playing a yeah, preferred role uh, as number 10. Yeah. And uh, I haven't done so, that. So, if, the, if I was Klopp and, and he's coming to me, my first question is, whose place are you going to take that? Yeah. Whose place? If you want to play number 10, who, who are you going to knock out of the number 10 spot for Liverpool? Yeah. Who, do think, who do you think you can? And, and, and then he won't have much of an argument. Uh, He's given me one of the best moments watching Liverpool. So it, that, it, that's my my top five favourite goals of all time. Just for the way it went on and the way he acted, the goal and how late it was. Oh, I, don't, I, I can't remember celebrating the goal as much. Honestly, can't. Must have punched the air about a hundred times. Alele Rouge on the Blood Red Channel. I don't think Cox take umbrage with anyone. The only one I've ever known to do is with was Sackle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he just got ostracised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he gradually won. But anyone else who's complained, I mean, Fabinho was one, wasn't he? He had to go at him more like that. He was always moaning at him when he was in a bad spell last season. Mm. But he, you know, that's a football. Yeah, yeah. He needs to run to the other side. The thing about footballers is, the thing about footballers is, you know, did you decide to deflect playing? But. Managers don't leave players out if they're ripping up to these, do they? You know, yeah. I've had loads of players come to me while I'm playing. And you, it's like that Mick Miller thing, isn't it? Have a guess. Yeah. <laughs> Have a guess, you know. Yeah. You're phoning up Domino's Pizza for the pizza. How can I help you? Have a guess, Brian. Well, have a guess when you're not playing. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's quite simple. It's the reason it's obvious, isn't it? Yeah. So, I think if... Um, you know, we're looking at we're playing Leicester on Sunday and then Bayern Munich. So we'll, we'll get more of an idea next week, won't we? If we have made signings, uh, what type of yeah, lineup it's going to be. But, you know, uh, in the midfield, that experience that you know, we'll lose if Fabinho goes, um, it's not there at the moment, is it? You know, it's no, not there. It's so, not. you know, we have been linked with players. I mean, I was, I was thinking the uh, Amrabat, you know, he was. I liked him, yeah. United got him, haven't you? Or did he get him more? I mean, he was another one who only. But, but I mean, we've had a World Cup player. Yeah. And we've got a bit to you from DL. We, we've had our fingers bent, haven't we? Haven't we? Yeah, yeah. Phil Bab. Yeah, I mean, if he was that good. <laughs> how, how, how old is he? Is he 28, 29? Amrabat? No, no, he's, is he younger, he's is 26, he? yeah, yeah. But I mean, where's he been? Yeah. Yeah, you know I mean? hey, look good. Yeah, he, he look, look good. good. He plays good. Good. international football, can't kid you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As you say, we've been there, yeah. 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 And the next day, Michael Edwards resigned. Now I don't know, you know, that could be coincidence, but mm. it could be it could be significant, couldn't it? You know? Are we dismissing Thiago from the equation here? Well, 
Because he gets injured all the while, he doesn't play. Yeah, he's another one that you get it, yeah. Bit of injury prone, like in people. I mean, he's, he hasn't travelled with them, has he? No, and why is that injured? Well, Sheffers <laughs> hasn't travelled either, has he? Well, that's what I mean there, because it's, they're still recovering from last season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still, although they will play with them in the um, yeah, well, it was interesting when Kaiser got injured in the warm up for his new team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Literally in the warm up. Where's the Bremen yeah. 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 But I mean, I think by by uh, Wednesday when we're lining up against Bayern Munich, you know, hopefully we'll have at least one more addition yeah. to the yeah. squad. Yeah. Um, we'll see how Nunes is going to play this season, maybe because, you know, he started off well last season, didn't he? But he seemed to lose confidence, didn't he? And, the, the lack of uh, minutes on the pitch. I think the disappointment, the disappointment was once he started, he sort of half hit the ground and then he gets sent off, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. And then you get away for three. You know, as a manager, you feel like that's a hand better. Yeah. I, I would imagine that's what how Klopp's felt. Yeah. And then he has to then start build, building bridges again. Or not again, but start to get start, kick start his career again. Yeah, yeah. When it's only just started then. Yeah. That, I thought that was just really bad timing and, and silly, silly reaction. You got wound up easy, didn't you? Yeah, they did. Yeah. And you know, that. that I, I think there's a play then. Well, I looked at him the other day, it was against Cruz of Fort. I mean, it was a little ball and something, but I saw it. And it was probably last year, he's a bit hitting his gun. I was yeah. more, it was a nice little sussurrant. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he was a super, player, yeah, definitely. Yeah, he's a great yeah. player. Yeah. I mean, both yeah. good. Both good yeah, I don't like think. I, I think he had a little bit of a as well last year. Yeah. He, could, he could have had about six or seven more goals than yeah. what he actually did. Yeah. He hit the woods quite a few times yeah. as well. He doesn't look as good through the middle, does he? Do you know what I mean? He's he a good like like goals only. There's three goals he scored and laying on as well. I thought he looked good in that first game. He did look good in that game. But I'm a big admirer of Jotomy, you know what I mean? I hope he doesn't. Just yeah. come on as a sub, and just as goals in the lab. Yeah. He's like a, he's like a forwards, forwards, you know what I mean? Yeah. And just bunch and goals. We, we did, we Gap did. Like a power on Ross. Oh, he did go, he did go a year though without scoring, didn't he? Yeah, yeah did he? I think he did go a year. You've about five months though, you know? Yeah. I know, yeah. I mean, people say, oh, Gap's gone for five months, he'd been out for six or seven of them. No, no, no. Gap, 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 Gomez combination again, <laughs> which uh, I mean, do we really want to be seeing that again? I'd like to see a sign a centre half. Yeah. Just I, I would a dominant centre half. Yeah. I think just touching on gap goal, could he be the answer to the midfield? Could he be the midfielder that yeah. maybe that Klopp might think? Well, is yeah, it so? Uh, uh, everyone's saying I'm losing midfielders and I've only signed two. Has he marked him to play in midfield this season? Yeah. You don't know, do you? Yeah. But even like the pre-season, Shankly and Paisley, you get rid of your mistakes in pre-seasons only, that's what he said. Yeah. You know, do your mistakes in pre-season. Yeah. yeah. So that's what, you know, they're making mistakes like. Yeah. Although you still wouldn't like to see them start the season, <laughs> like, but if yeah. the mistakes are there, like just get rid of them now, iron them out in pre-season. So as I say, I think come Sunday and Wednesday you'll see the uh, the there's, the first there's more questions win. than answers, yeah. isn't yeah. there? Yeah. You know, it's yeah. a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't get one in, innit? Yeah. I think we'll get two for you. Yes. Right. Rouge on the Blood Red Channel. So we had uh, news this week that the uh, the worst kept secret, uh, the Anfield Road up at here won't be ready. <laughs> <laughs> So all those people getting sacked for doing the videos and it obviously wasn't ready. And 
I know some of my mates some of my mates worked on it said there's no way it's going to be ready you know and it won't be ready till October by the looks of it you know but uh, you know home baked will be made up made up because all the workers are going in for the home baked pies well What's the capacity going to be down to now then? Lower than last season? I mean, is the top tier, that's not going to be ready, isn't it? Is it's just the top tier, so possible? it's going to be so the same as last season, yeah. Is it? Because yeah. what was the top tier all for next to 5,000? Is it that, that yeah. and the cost? It's putting it up to 61, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. so what? Well, the top tier, is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. and the, well, well, the corporate obviously won't be open then because they no. haven't safety. No, no, no. It'll yeah. still be classed as a building site, the top of it, won't it? It'll be getting 52, 53 again, won't we? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, whereas Jordan Henderson will be playing in front of maybe 6,000 people. Yeah. I mean... Colson. Yeah. <laughs> a Colson, yeah. yeah. I mean, what, what, what's that, how many years uh, did he play there? Actually, he can't play in the summer, can he? It's going to be in the winter, isn't it? When it's down to 45 degrees. Air conditioned stadiums. Yeah. 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 They're not calling it... Um, it's a little air conditioning. Yeah. Now, climate warming now, they're calling it climate boiling. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, just you know, in, in terms of uh, the season, then I mean, you know, with the with the midfield additions and hopefully a few more, uh, I, I'm pretty confident that you know we can make a better uh, go of it than last season. I don't think City is as strong as last season. You know, I know Man United have been buying a lot of players, haven't they? But and we, no one knows what's going to happen with Chelsea, do they? Newcastle. Don't seem to be buying anyone, do they? Because I think financial fair play, they can't really, you know. Oh, but by the time the season ended, I'd be hard pushed to see anybody who was a better player in the world than Gunzigan. So, yeah, I think losing him is he's a massive, massive, loss, massive yeah. loss. And, and the, goals he, the goals he chips in with, yeah. the important goals, you know. Don't forget, he won the league the season before last. He scored two in that game, and it was the first time he'd come back from two goals down for yeah. about five, six years. And he scored two in that game. Um, and he's going to be a big mistake. Was that against Villa, was it? Yeah. yeah. When uh, Stephen Gennard was managing yeah, the And he brought so, off uh, yeah. Coutinho. Did we want to mention I, that? I don't want to mention <laughs> So, but, but what I'm saying is, I think it's vital that we don't get detached like we did. You know, our season was over after a month last year. Yeah. It was. And, you know, it was, it was, I thought by November it was, it was plain to see that we weren't going to make the Champions League. Yeah, yeah. yeah there was too many teams above us in, in the pecking order who, who were performing better and could put out stronger 11s. Towards the end of the season, we've got a great run together. Like, yeah, September onwards. What, what you don't want is that, you know, that, that to be at, um, a too little too late, which it was last year. And as Liverpool fans, we don't want to be detached in in November, do we? You know, we're, we're used to, to being at the business end in May, aren't we? Yeah. Um, and for me, the Premier League was an absolute write-off last year, last couple of months. It was just non-existent. I know you would get, you'd get the slightly bitter fans who would, would, would be taking, you know, some kind of Romanaldi pleasure out of um, Everton struggles last year. And I think that was keeping some Liverpool fans afloat. It wasn't keeping me afloat. Um, and I think... You know, the, the the winning run that we went on in other years would have been get, would have been enthralling, wouldn't it? But yeah, it, yeah. it was just counter to it. Because you know it, it meant nothing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was frustrating as well. And, um, 
it was early 80, no, 80 points or 80 points just to win it. Yeah. And we were looking at them going any good. If we yeah, had a, yeah. a bit of barrels, we'd, we'd have walked yeah, all over it, yeah. it, you know yeah, what I mean? We'd have been sent to our points. We'd have been sent to our When you see them winning, we'd have won like three or four leagues yeah. just on, yeah, on, on the yeah. points tally alone when you see seen that last weekend. Yeah. Yeah. I think, like John said, I think you can see us get off to a fly because that's where it is. Well, yeah. I'm lost in it, you can't lose yeah. it, like, you can't win it, and you know, but you, you know, yeah, you you know, we had lost it, we had lost it, and, uh, you know, as, as much as you say that City, uh, and weekends, and I never ever thought I'd love to sustain it, no. but I don't think anyone can give City a nine-point start, no. No. I think, it, I think once you have nine points attached to City. Do you think with Declan Rice, Arsenal, can oh, well, be a bit more of a I think he's a great signing, yeah. I'd love Liverpool to have got him. Yeah. I, I have to laugh when people say, oh, I wouldn't pay 105 million. But we're not paying it. Indirectly, we probably are with, with, with what we paid um, on merchandise and what you pay in, in you know, passive income that you give into Liverpool. Um, and obviously, the season tickets and the tickets. But how the money spent, you just want success, don't you? Then? Yeah. What difference does it make to the average fan if they pay 50 million? Yeah, but the midfield that we've bought or 100 million. scored 8 to 10 goals again yeah. last season. I, I, I know people will say that. I know people will say that he doesn't score goals, but um, Liverpool, if, if the way they played with the attacking fullbacks, required a defensive midfielder. Yeah. And, and he would have done the job. Yeah. And he yeah, would have yeah. done the job. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. Yeah. as you said with Fabinho though Fabinho come back from himself he's having like wouldn't he yeah. before for the well, I mean, think, you know, when we're recording this Fabinho hasn't gone yet has he yeah. I mean would you, would you the welcome the lightest still on in the lightest <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> yeah. would you would you welcome him back if he, if he oh, does he hasn't yeah. gone yeah <laughs> it depends it depends on what Fabinho, yeah, really. yeah. If you get Fabinho, you know, obviously, from when we first got him, I mean, he was another one who used to play right back for Monaco yeah. as well, wasn't he? You know, we when when he first started, he'd be like that, and then he, he, he was absolutely outstanding. If he, yeah. And then last season, you were thinking, he's forgot to play football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's forgot how to play. If he yeah. stayed, would he be captain of Stereo now? No, I don't think so. No, no, no. Great to have to be with Saudi Arabia. Yeah, no, he's yeah. he's yeah. great to have pens, don't he? Depends what I'm going to be. Yeah. Well, uh, you've been listening to Ali La Rouge. Um, oh, yeah, forgot about it. Forgot about it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Forgot about it. Before we go, there's a massive announcement uh, from Tony. Pass off the press. Yeah, the, um, on the 19th of August, the Bournemouth came after it. The Florida were hosting a, um, a Legends Night called European Stories. We've got um, Barney Rubble, Alan Kennedy, Super Sub, Sammy Lee. David yeah. Fairclough um, and Howard Gale. Um, they've all got a story themselves through, yeah. like through the yeah. club, yeah. And uh, it's hosted by Neil Fitzmaurice. Got live music. Neil Fitzmaurice, doesn't he do Ray Vaughan, on the uh, yeah. Poetry Emotion podcast on, on Blood Red Channel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Is that the same fella? Yeah, yeah. He gets everywhere, doesn't <laughs> he? <laughs> Where's that in the Florida Institute? So tickets are on sale now, are they? Tickets on sale still a few. Uh, tables left. Uh, Glad you should have been there. How much are the tickets? £25 a ticket. Yeah. You get a scram, you get a hot food, you get a photo with the other in the basket. Yeah. Scram is <laughs> a meal to be a lot of our listeners if you're not sure. Scram. And um, 
if you want to go on the website, on the Flory website, it's still That's where it is, yeah. And that's yeah, the so links. Good little nice as well. The links on the Flory website. The links on the Flory website. Oh, yeah, sounds great. Sounds absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Ah, how did I nearly forget that? Well, I did get something to do. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only reason you're on here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thanks for listening. Um, we've been coming live from the Gin Distillery in Castle Street, and they're always absolutely brilliant to us. Copious amounts of gin. Uh, that's why we're slurring our words now. <laughs> we're on the shandies, actually. But, uh, yeah, we'll be back in a couple of weeks' time. I think Poetry Emotion will probably be back soon as well. Uh, and listen to all the Blood Red podcasts. They're, they're absolutely brilliant, you know, uh, some of the information you get on them. Uh, thanks for listening again for all our listeners all around the world. Thank you. Bye. You've been listening to the Ali Rouge podcast on the Blood Red channel.